Hey everybody, welcome to continue watching. My name is Anton. This is Tyler. I'm Trey. And today we are watching There Will Be Blood. This is currently available on Netflix. Uh, I think that may be it because I forgot to pull up the information. But yeah, go ahead and watch it on Netflix. Uh, it has a great cast um, created in 2007. So it's been a hot minute. Not too long though. Um, so let's go ahead and just jump on into that description, Trey. Yeah, it follows a oil tycoon in the early 1900s as he slowly loses his mind from greed and pride. <laughs> so this is this is a movie that I have seen more than once. I'm assuming the same is for Trey. However, Tyler, is this your first time, right? First time I've ever even heard of it. This is actually the first movie I have ever watched with Daniel Day-Lewis in it. Oh, really? I was oh. actually going to ask that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, this is your first time with him. That's nice. Yeah, dude, he won his second Oscar. for. He's the only actor in history with three Best Actor Oscars. Wow. Although what, I think... Which ones? This one, Lincoln, and... Um, there was one called probably... My Left Foot. Oh, My right. Left Foot. I haven't seen My Left Foot. I've seen... Uh, if you look up uh, Daniel Day-Lewis's IMDb page, the top four that he's known for... Uh, is according to IMDb, is there will be blood, Last of the Mohicans, uh, Gangs of New York, which has um, uh, De- L- L- DiCaprio. That's his name. I was like, <laughs> it's not Da Vinci, but DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah, Gangs of New York, which is actually my wife's favorite movie. Which is crazy because that movie's so long. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then Lincoln. So I've seen all four of those ones. Which is yeah, pretty great. My left foot. He plays a painter. I think who gets Parkinson's or Lou Gehrig's disease or something like that, where he can't use his body anymore, and so he starts painting with his foot because it's the only body part he can control. Hmm. What a story. Yeah, and it's yeah. crazy. Daniel Day Lewis doesn't do a lot of movies. Like he's retired. Know. Yeah, the last thing that he has um, created was The Phantom Thread, which I have not seen, which came out in 2017. And then, like, even then, um, when he was active, the movies are, like, few and far between. Because it goes uh, in order just by years, 2017, 2012, then 2009, 7, 5, 2. Yeah, like, they're really well spaced out. Dude's a crazy method actor, too. Mm-hmm. He he gets real into character. But yeah, the one the one movie Daniel Day Lewis movie though that I would always recommend is The Last of the Mohicans. That's my favorite Daniel Day Lewis movie. Yeah, man, it's a lot like uh, Avatar. <laughs> In a sense, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> or Fern Gully, or Dances with Wolves, or yeah, almost Dance any with movie. Wolves, yeah. Where you become one with the people of the land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You turn against those who are the oppressors. <laughs> but Tyler, what did you think about it? Well, I really liked it. Yeah. I liked it so much that I actually wanted to watch it again. Um, I because while I was watching videos about it, because I watched... um. Man, if only I could remember things that I've seen. It was right here. Analyzing Evil. 
Daniel oh. Plainview. Yeah, dude, the analyzing evil guy I really enjoy. So I watched that. I watched a video about the vocal control, and then Quentin Tarantino talked about how good uh, There Will Be Blood is. And he's like, if you're going to have an anywhere close to intelligent conversation about the movie, you have to watch it at least twice. I was like, well, okay, Quentin. Guess we have an idiot in our, in our midst, <laughs> Anton. Me. Go sit at the children's table. <clears throat> you can't have an adult conversation in this podcast. Okay. But I'm actually glad you liked it. Yeah, it was so fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> it is It is long. Dude, Gays in New York is another hour on top of this. This is only two hours and 38 minutes long, which um, the average is, I think, hour and a half to two hours. So, yeah, it is an hour longer than the average. But to me, this doesn't feel like it's two and a half hours, though. It felt like it only because I was I watched it while donating and I donated for an hour and 20 minutes. And when I was done, I saw how much time was left. And I was like, are you fucking serious? (laughs) I'm only like halfway through the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Bruh, don't you know he drinks your milkshake bro <laughs> i know courtney came home right as the movie like right as that part was up and i was like listen like watch this with me it's one of my favorite like monologues and like breakdowns a character has in all of movies he is the third revelation <laughs> i mean I'm- i think the ending to it is like the perfect ending <laughs> just him just bludgeoning hit the the brother to death with the the pin and he just sits down, just like, I'm done. Bro, He's finished. The, Eli deserved it. He's a little shit. Eli was uh, Eli Sunday was a little shit. I mean, yeah, but I don't know if he deserved it. <laughs> so, question: Do you believe that they really were twins, or do you think that he's the same person? No, it's confirmed that they were they were twins because Paul Dano. Eli and uh, Paul Sunday. Oh, because Paul Dano, the guy who played him, is uh, he was brought on to only play Paul to begin with, and the guy who played Eli ended up uh, they they liked Paul Dano better. Oh, play the other guy. We'll make them twins. Nice. Well, I did not know that. Yeah, it. uh, I like Paul Dano a lot too. Like you said, just a bunch of good actors. Yeah, the uh, his fake brother Henry. (laughs) As soon as he came on, I was like. Isn't that the guy from The Mummy? Yeah, that's Benny. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, he can't be. Benny's like, I don't know. He looks dark. Looks like you're on the wrong side of the river. <laughs> God, even The Mummies are such classics as well. Oh, yeah, they are, dude. But I really appreciate Daniel Day-Lewis in this role. One of my favorites. I'm glad you watched the talking one, too. That was another one I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. That one was interesting, although half the video he just fucking stroked John Wayne's cock. Yeah, the one thing I wish I could do. I mean, I guess I guess you have to when you're talking about voice control and saying like, here's one example. Mm-hmm. But it was it was so interesting because I've never thought about that kind of stuff. Like the uh, I guess ownership of a conversation based on like characters and the whole like 
talking before they're on screen and talking when they're when it's showing um different characters yeah it uh well it's a big thing in sales too never seen that movie sales the okay (laughs) i see i see you're being funny big old we got a funny guy here big old funny man guy (laughs) what am i clown to you every time i see paul uh paul dano though i (laughs) always mix him up with uh jimmy simpson i am unfamiliar with jimmy simpson um, you, uh, let me see where he, a couple of things that he may, may know him for. Uh, have you ever seen Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah. So, you know, the two brothers that tried to Vince okay. Charlie that yep. got molested. The he, McPoyles. Yes. He's one of the brothers. The taller yeah, one. <laughs> yep. It's Liam. Yep. Uh, he, it's him. He's in a couple other good things, uh, such as, uh, Westworld, which, um, is one of my choices going to be coming up not soon though but he does a really good job in Westworld but every time I see Paul I think it's him but <laughs> I always get mixed up see and I can't see uh, the McPoyles in anything without being like McPoyle I've been like oh that's, Mc- that's, that's Liam and Ryan McPoyle <laughs> I would have loved to see him in here would have been funny Watch Daniel Plainview just lose it on him as he kills him. And he would deserve it. Dude, I'm reading the script for that last scene, and it is just gold. It This really is, and it's crazy, because it's Paul Thomas Anderson who did it. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen, like, Punch Drunk Love. Have you guys seen that? Nope. No. Um, have you seen uh, Boogie Nights with Mark Wahlberg? Nope. No. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> All right, let me uh, get more of his film history. I've seen Wild Wild West and Independence Day. That is not by Paul Thomas Anderson. Well, then we're at a loss. <laughs> Paul yeah, Thomas look- Anderson, yeah, he did. In, uh, you guys probably haven't. Anyway, this is pretty far outside of his uh, wheelhouse. Um, he does a, a bunch movie of- like serious like this. The other ones are serious, but not as dark. Yeah, as, as serious, right? Um, he's also married to uh, he does a bunch of he did a bunch of stuff for Saturday Night Live too, because he's married to uh, Maya Rudolph. You guys know who she is? Guys, no, dude. Goodness, yes, you do. You've seen comedies. Have you seen Bridesmaids? Dude, just because I I don't know who she is by her name. I know. Have you seen Bridesmaids? My, I'm just gonna look her up, dude. Maya oh Rudolph. Goodness. Okay, I know Maya Rudolph. Oh, I know you do. You mean Why? I'm fucking done. I'm off. That's why we're losing views, is because of your bad (laughs) attitude. (laughs) You should have said, you know, Maya Rudolph from Luca. Totally would have got it then. I was at Bridesmaids. That is her number one known for. Or, you know, Linda from Mitchell's First Machines. (laughs) That's a really good movie, actually. I watched that uh, a little while ago too. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised on that one. Thought it was going to be terrible, but I definitely that's a recommend for a family flick. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I re- I really enjoyed that. All right, well, Mr. Tyler doesn't know things about anybody. What was your favorite part? And then Anton, I'll ask you the same question. Yeah. Hmm. Anton, you can go first. I'm thinking. <laughs> well, 
how about Trey start it off? Because I think I need to think about it as well. Um, I have a couple of parts. I really enjoyed his... They're both with his son. I liked when his son went deaf and like how he was holding him and singing to him a little bit. Because it's... Like, as, as big of a piece of shit as he turned into later in the movie, at that point, he really did love his son, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I think he loved his son the entire time. Right. I just, it's such a fun juxtaposition compared to the end, where you can tell that he's only re- lashing out because he's hurt that his son's leaving. And he's yeah. not emotionally intelligent enough to be like, this is why I'm upset. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, oh, sorry. And Keep going. I was just going to say the other one with, both of them with the son. I like the son as a grown-up, too. Um, and he's just like, oh yeah, well you're this, like you're gonna leave, you're my competitor, so I'm gonna come after you. <laughs> yeah, bef- bef- uh, right before you said it, I was about to say that uh, when his son goes deaf would probably be the best part. Even like, um, after it as well, because uh, with them, the fire completely going up, and him just sitting on the uh, the stool as they're about to destroy the or place the explosives at the bottom of the um, structure to help close it up. Like that's even like the most um, iconic part of the entire movie was is him sitting in that chair watching the fire go up. Like I think that whole scene is great. Oh yeah, I agree. Um, yes. I don't know if I can narrow it down to one scene. I know what my favorite scenes that we didn't get to see are. When he breaks his leg, falling down his silver mine, mm-hmm. and he has to crawl on his back all the way to town. And he made it, too. <laughs> yeah. that Because that's, like, really good, um, like, instant character development, letting you know... Or maybe I shouldn't say character development, but um, exposition? I don't know. I don't know words, dude. It's a really good example of this is this character. We're telling you aspects of the character, characteristics, what this character is like. He's determined as all hell, as we learn out or learn about when he talks to Henry, because he doesn't want anyone else to succeed but him. He wants everyone else to fail. And he has a determination and grit to crawl on his back with with only one leg all the way back to town. And then I also, I really like that last scene. And I was looking through the script and I couldn't find it. But I swear that when he's beaten down Eli with words, he talks about how Paul was the chosen brother and how um, Eli just slipped out on his mom's feces. Yeah, in her filth. <laughs> in her filth, yeah. That was, I literally laughed out loud. Because I was like, dude, calm down. <laughs> yeah, he goes after him hard. <laughs> Don't hold punches on their insults. Yeah. And then I also liked the uh, church scene. Where he has to say how he abandoned his boy. I like the I power dynamics. my son. Yeah. The power dynamics between Eli and... Uh... And Daniel were really interesting. I mean, he does a really good job to make him think that um, he has the power, um, even though he he has the money. But obviously, he actually has the power, and just to allow that to continue to help push that character forward more. Uh, well written. Oh yeah. 
Well, and Ty, I don't know if you watched the video about language and controlling conversations and stuff like that. Well, we watched those videos about Daniel, and it really does bring up a point, especially when he was talking to Harry or Henry about how other people have to fail. Um, and even in just regular conversations with normal people, he cannot let them win. He has to be in charge for it. He has to be the winner in everything. Even to the fact where, like, his son, he had to rub it in the Union Oil guy's face that his son was back. Oh, yeah. I kind of wanted him to kill that guy. I'm honestly surprised he didn't. I really thought he would have the first time through. Yeah, same. But he didn't. Right. Alright, so I got a question to you, Tyler. Now that you have seen a show with Daniel Day-Lewis, um, would you want to watch more of his movies just based upon this one role? Yeah, I would. Because I'm... So here's the thing. I didn't know he played Lincoln. I thought this was just like a cowboy actor. <laughs> so I want to see how he does with that. Yeah, there's he has he's a has a very wide range. Because uh, again, like Last of the Mohicans, he is a, uh, a technically an Indian. He's a white Indian. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Gangs of New York. He's like essentially like a uh, say 1800s mobster. So he he has some really good range. Him as as uh, what's his name Butcher, Bill the Butcher. Yeah, Bill the Butcher. Bruh, <laughs> like what a terrifying performance. He brings so much intensity to a lot of his roles, and I've heard he's a kind of an ass to deal with um, outside of movies. But like, I get it. Like, you're gonna be that intense and bring this type of I don't know art, I guess, to your to what you're doing. Like, I'm I'm for it. Be an, be an asshole to everyone everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, I heard he retired after Phantom Thread. He uh, retired from making movies. He's actually British. Yeah, I saw he was born in London. Yeah. Yep. Greenwich, London. 1957. Yeah, shit. The dude's almost 70. I don't know if he'd be able to tell. <laughs> but all in all, man, just A+. Plus. I can't. I can't get enough of this movie. I can't because it's such a strange experience. I tried to show it to Courtney, but she's like 20 minutes in. She's like, how come no one's talked yet? <laughs> it's like, no, this is it. This is like historic. You know what I mean? Like, this is what film was made for was this type of storytelling. Yeah, I agree. And it's actually the kind of like the same way that happened with my wife, because with um, Gangs of New York being her one of her most favorite movies ever. And then going to this, I would have thought like, oh, she may like Daniel Day-Lewis. Because I would say that Gangs of New York isn't uh, too far off in cinematography sense uh, and how the story kind of progresses. Uh, It's very wordy. It's very um, uh, action-based. Like It's kind of like more like the little things that really drive the, the movie. But she did not like this one. <laughs> Is it because it was so quiet for so long? I, I sh- honestly, I'm still trying to figure out what makes her like movies. <laughs> She'll just absolutely love one thing and then just absolutely shit on another thing that's almost identical. Dude, I'm not going to tell your wife how to live her life, but <laughs> we should just shit in the toilet. <laughs> 
Yeah, as long as she cleans it up in the end. What does she like? What does she like so much about Gangs of New York? <laughs> I have no idea, honestly. Because, like, like I said again, comparing these two movies to the, those two movies together, um, I honestly could not tell you. Interesting. I mean, if it is because of um. What's his God? I don't know why I'm botching his name right now. Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> I mean, he's not even like. There's so many other parts that are so much better. I know, <laughs> but that's just the way it is. Interesting. I don't know. Oh, well. Maybe we're gonna have to watch Gangs of New York here soon. All right, let me clear out my uh, weekend. <laughs> Pretty much. I, one thing that I didn't think I'd experience in this movie um, after watching the first couple minutes was the music was like a huge driving force in how I felt in certain parts. Like they went hard, dude. There were times where it was just like, um, and it, it reminded me because they kind of brought it up, I think in the uh, voice one or the analyzing evil. Like, sometimes it's just, like, a normal scene, and there's, like, this really uneasy music playing in the background. And I'm like, am I missing something? (laughs) (laughs) Why is the music here? And it made me, like, really focus on the movie to try to figure out what was coming up. Yeah, bro, they tricked you. It done bamboozled me. Bamboozled you good. It's just... It's just such a well put together, like one of the best put together movies I've seen ever. Yeah. There's there's not a part I would change about it. Like even the ending, like I know some people were kind of put off. Like Courtney's like, that's just it. Like what happens? He killed Eli. Then what? It's like he's finished. Yeah, he's done. (laughs) That's it. He said it like, yeah, I don't I don't think anything happens to Daniel. Truly. I think he gets away with it. I mean, he's got the money. But I think that that's the end of Daniel as a, like a character. Yeah. And you could, I, I like that ending because you can take it almost any way you can, you know? Could be, yeah. Even in the, in the, it's just, it's, he's finished with the oil in that area, in that town, yep. that family. He could say he's finished because he thinks he's going to be caught. He's going to go to jail. He's finished because. It could be as simple as, like, he's just finished talking with Eli. Yeah. <laughs> he finished his it's game totally, of bowling. It's totally up to what you want the character to do. And all of them are in character. Yeah. I feel real bad for HW. I mean, I kind of do. But he's got to come to terms sometime that, you know, his dad probably didn't mean all of that. I'm Because he knows his dad. Well, right. his adopted dad, kind of. I mean, shit, he probably didn't, doesn't even ever figure out that he's not his real dad. Uh, oh, he to- no, he told yeah, him. he told him. Oh, I can't, <laughs> couldn't remember when. That's my bad then. Bastard in a basket. Which, it was interesting, that guy's take on why he kept yelling it. Because he's trying to, like, make himself feel better about what he did to his son that he loves. Because he knows HW's not going to be able to hear him yell that as he walks away. You know, mm-hmm. well, and that's one of those things. It's like, I don't know. Maybe he does. I don't. I don't. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, 
What am I trying to say? <laughs> Maybe he hopes that he does. I don't know. HW kind of seemed like he heard something was going on. Maybe he mm-hmm. could hear. I don't know. He's like, dude, I've been able to hear Newsflash, asshole. I could hear the whole time. He did abandon his boy. <laughs> or he <laughs> climbed on the uh, and got rid of his hearing on purpose. I'm tired of hearing your bullshit. I'm tired of hearing, Pa. Well, that's too damn bad. <laughs> I don't want to dig, Grandpa. One thing... um. I really liked, and I wanted to talk about it, so here I go. The, I don't know how to describe it, the use of, like, the non-dialogue. Like, body language, and then when you'd see Plainview, like, kind of open his mouth, or, like, his mouth kind of twitch, because he's, looks like he's about to say something. And just him holding off? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's spoken, it spoke to me more than just, like, words, you know? Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. He yeah, he does such a good job of just conveying emotion with just his face. He's he's an incredible actor. Yeah, for real. Yeah, this is probably mm, I'm tempted. It's it's probably the first movie I've seen that I'm legitimately thinking about giving it a 10. Cuz I normally, I don't know if I if I talked about this last time. I normally don't do 10s just because I don't know if there's a 10 out there I haven't seen yet. So I just and, give things nines. I mean, the fact it that is. you're considering it is... Yeah, I, I think that says enough, dude. Yeah, says it right there, exactly. But this, yeah, this movie is just so... It, I was not expecting anything, because I've never heard of this movie in my entire life. Okay, maybe I've heard about it, but I've completely forgotten anything I've heard. That's a big deal, you uh, even considering a 10. I dig it a lot. It... Um... Like I said, it's just this is how it was supposed to be. This is what films were made for was this type of storytelling because you couldn't tell the story in any other way. It was based on a book, and I was reading, and they're like, we followed the book for like 150 of its 500 pages, and then we quit huh? because we had a different story that we wanted to tell. Yeah. Now I kind of want to know more about the book. Upton Sinclair wrote it. He's famous for writing The Jungle. It's probably his most famous. Uh, Is that the work or the factory? Yeah, the meatpacking industry. Yeah. Um, which is funny because a lot of the uh, whatchamacallits we have is due to that book. A lot of the meat stuff, which was, it's funny because it's not what the book was written for. The book was written more to display how crappy that. Uh, Immigrants specifically had it, and how they were targeted as by factories. Way more about that than just like meats gross. If you mm. are interested in the book, the book is just called Oil, so of a different name. Oil novel by Upton Sinclair. So yeah, author is correct, just different title. Yeah, and then well, um, the Jungle is the meat backing one. That's about uh, about that. So. I can't remember whose class it was, but someone had the poster for the jungle. And it's a guy in like the... El- Ellsworth did that. Yeah. Probably him. Good job, Ellsworth. You were a good teacher, from what I remember. I don't know. He's a good dude. Kiss him on the mouth, then. Okay. Well, okay, apparently, cool. they did come up with a movie uh, on based on that book for the jungle. Uh, it released in 2017 with the star of Daniel Radcliffe. 
Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. It's called Guns Akimbo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I thought it was Labyrinth. Hands. Well, Trey, I have to thank you. You've given me a treat. I'm really glad that you enjoyed this. It's a movie I've kind of always had in my back pocket for something that I enjoyed. Um... All right, what do you? Let's finish this. Let's finish the podcast. Dude. <laughs> All right, let's give the people what they want. Yeah. What are you guys rating it? Uh, I think a ten. And, wow. <laughs> Who is laughing in incredulity? <laughs> Sorry, Lexi just walked up on me and scared me. Incredulity. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, I would just have to give this a nine. Not going to go for a full 10, but solid, solid nine. Uh, yeah. I'm a little hurt that you wouldn't just, uh, wouldn't just give it a 10. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just, this was our chance. Everyone scored a perfect one. Anton, why not 10? Didn't, didn't Be- you give it a nine, Trey? I gave it a 10. Oh, I thought you said, I thought you said nine. I, the reason why I'm not giving it a 10 is because it's not necessarily my top favorite Daniel Day-Lewis. I do think he's better in... Oh, other... come on, yeah. dude. Okay, oh, come on. A solid 9... Okay, fine. How about this? A 9.8. How about that? Well, I'm, I just think that you shouldn't base <laughs> a movie off of movies that the actor has been in. Okay. If I didn't do that, it'd still be a 9. I'm going to show up to your house and... <laughs> Shake your hand. How come? I, I just want to know why. <laughs> I just don't think it's the the perfect movie. I mean, there's mm. not really anything that I can point out specifically that I don't like about it. I mean, again, I'm giving it a fucking nine. <laughs> <laughs> not good enough. Is it because he's not covered in oil enough? <laughs> it's the wrong kind of oil. Is it because he was enamored by his accomplishment of uh, striking oil that he stared at a flaming pillar of, uh, I don't know, geyser for what looked like an entire day? I just feel like he could have been a better father. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Just gonna laughs> fine. That's the basis. Then. Fine, I'm fine. Okay, if, if you want me to give it a 10, I'll give it a 10. But in, in my heart, it's still a 9. No, I want, you to, I, I want you to rate what your heart tells you. Then why are you complaining? As a joke, now. <laughs> Good, I want you to feel bad about your actions. I don't. No regrets. No regrets. <laughs> Alrighty, well. Next, we're going to be watching The Boy Season 2. Uh, this the is boys. currently available on Amazon Prime. It is an Amazon Prime original, so that's the only place you'll be able to find it. So go ahead and log into that sweep subscription if you have it and get that watched. Uh, you can also follow us on all of our social medias and get updates on all of the all, all things continue watching. Uh, you can find links to them at continue.fm slash continue watching. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, all of that jazz. So go ahead and follow us there. So go ahead and get watching it. Bye. Bye. I am the third revelation.